0: Hello, welcome to the BT360 Podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening, all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, April 11th, and we have completed week 14 of 2022. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here, you can read, listen, watch, and take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. Check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. The online travel market is expected to grow 18% in 2022 to a total of $76.7 billion, a figure just shy of 2019 gross bookings according to a new research from Focusrite. According to the U.S. online travel agency market report from 2021 to 2025, OTA gross bookings are on track to surpass pre-pandemic levels in 2023 though international travel will continue to recover slower than domestic. For 2021, OTAs delivered $65 billion in gross bookings, reaching 82% of pre-pandemic levels. Overall, OTAs accounted for 24% of gross bookings in the U.S. in 2021, up from their 20% share in 2020. Focusrite's research reveals that for the U.S. core OTA business, Expedia and Booking collectively accounted for roughly 93% of the OTA leisure and unmanaged travel business market in 2021. Globally, Expedia reported gross bookings of 67% and Booking 79% compared to 2019 levels. Compared to 2020, Expedia nearly doubled its global gross bookings in 2021, while Booking more than doubled its 2020 figures. Staying connected when flying is getting more affordable and reliable. When the major U.S. airlines started installing internet access on their jets back in 2008, a single flight pass could cost more than $40 depending on time, route, and other factors. Over time, the airlines have evolved their Wi-Fi modeling practices and in recent months have lowered the rate to one that's actually compelling. The latest move from Alaska Airlines now offers satellite-based Wi-Fi access for a flight fee of $8 per flight. The cost no longer varies by distance and other factors. It is the same price that United now charges for Wi-Fi access on all its domestic flights. Earlier this year, United simplified the pricing structure with just two price points for single-use all-day passes. $8 for Mileage Plus members and $10 for those who are not. Southwest also charges $8 for internet access. When it introduced onboard internet access in 2009, the airline had an introductory flat rate of $5 that was raised to $8 later on. Ride-hailing and food delivery app Uber has its eyes on the seamless journey with plans to add flights, trains, and even hotels. The new features will be first piloted in the UK and follow the addition of Uber Explorer last month, a new platform that offers live events, restaurants, and other activities. Uber was granted a 30 month license extension to operate in London last month after the UK also dropped all its COVID related restrictions. Rail and coach bookings are reportedly launching later this summer, flight bookings later this year, and hotel reservations in 2023. JetBlue has submitted a compelling offer to Spirit Airlines' board of directors in hopes of wooing the low cost airline away from its merger deal with Frontier Airlines. Under the proposal, JetBlue will acquire Spirit for $3.6 billion or $33 per share in cash, which it said was a 50% premium to Spirit's April 4th closing share price and a superior proposal to the merger agreement with Frontier announced in February. Frontier's offer was for about $2.9 billion in cash and stock. Combined with Spirit, JetBlue's fleet will be 455 aircrafts with 312 Airbus aircrafts on order and would bring new destinations to JetBlue's network. Spirit, in a statement, acknowledged the unsolicited proposal and said it will work with its financial and legal advisors to evaluate JetBlue's proposal and pursue the course of action it determines to be in the best interest of Spirit and its stockholders. 2022 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Finland-based group booking provider Meeting Package has partnered with Amadeus to enable online group and meeting booking for Amadeus' hotel clients. Meeting Package's booking engine can integrate globally with Amadeus' sales and event management platform. The integration will let hoteliers configure event packages with food and beverage, audiovisual equipment, and other services that can be booked online by meeting planners up to the day of arrival. Talma Shlomo Travel Solutions has agreed a deal to acquire UK travel management company Norad Travel Group. The acquisition of Hampshire-based Norad Travel is part of Israel-based Talma's global expansion plans. Financial details of the deal were not disclosed. Norad Travel, which operates both as a corporate and leisure agency, has been a strategic partner for Talma for the past six years, and the cash acquisition will combine the two operators. Norad Travel was ranked as UK's 35th largest TMC in the list of Europe's leading TMCs in 2021. Navigator, a privately-owned travel holdings company, is in talks to Acquire Ensemble, the U.S. and Canadian member-owned travel consortium, which includes more than 600 independently-owned agencies in North America. According to a letter sent to the Ensemble members, the group's board of directors voted in favor of moving forward with the proposal from Navigator. Shareholders are scheduled to hold a special meeting next Thursday, April 14th, to discuss the move, which will then need to be approved by shareholders. The deal will see Ensemble fall under the Navigator umbrella, which currently includes Kensington Tours, TripArc, Travel Edge, and the Travel Edge Network. Travel Edge, one of the best-selling host agencies in North America, previously parted ways with Virtuoso before joining TripArc last year. Now in news relating to the return to travel. U.S. airline JetBlue is to launch flights to Boston from both London Gatwick and London Heathrow this summer. The airline will launch the Gatwick to Boston route on July 19th, followed by flights from Heathrow to Boston on August 22nd. JetBlue already flies to New York from both London airports. Flights on both Gatwick and Heathrow routes to Boston will operate daily and JetBlue's new Airbus A321 long-range aircraft, which will feature 114 economy seats and 24 min seats. JetBlue started flying from Heathrow to JFK last summer with its Gatwick, New York route starting in September 2021. Virgin Australia has just announced the launch of a new business flyer loyalty program as part of its commitment to a growing market share in Australia. Members can join for free and will receive Velocity points for their business, in addition to earning points as an individual. Additional tiered discounts off-base published airfares will be offered, and two Velocity Pilot Gold memberships will be gifted to members who join and spend at least $2,000 on flights in the first three months of membership. The airline also announced increased service frequencies on key business routes, including Melbourne, Sydney, and the Brisbane Triangle, which have returned to March 2020 levels. World of Hyatt members will be able to use their points at over 50 additional resorts across North America by May 9th, 2020. In a press release, the company announced the AMR collection portfolio is joining the World of Hyatt loyalty program starting with six immediately and the rest to be phased in throughout the year. By May 9, 2022... Over 50 properties across the U.S. and Central America will be integrated into the World of Hyatt program. While the AMR's European Resorts will also join the program, no timeline for their addition has been announced. Some technology news. Travel technology provider DRCT is launching NDC-enabled content from United Airlines for its clients. The agreement will allow DRCT, which is an IATA-certified new distribution capability aggregator, to provide United's fares and ancillaries to TMCs and online travel agents through its DRCT extension. United Airlines is one of the biggest players in the industry and is highly valued for its extensive international reach. By expanding our market share, we will continue to add leading airlines to our platform for the benefit of customers while increasing NDC adoption throughout the industry. This was according to the managing director at DRCT. DRCT said that within three months of starting work with German aviation giant Lufthansa Group, it has shifted 68% of agency sales from GDS to the NDC channel. Among OTAs, Hopper was the fastest growing app in 2021, growing almost 500% and overtaking Airbnb as the leader in market share by monthly active users starting in June 2021. According to Aptopia's travel trend report, Hopper's growth is due largely to an influx of new users. In 2021, Hopper was the most downloaded OTA app, with 15 million downloads compared to 5 million in 2020. New users flocked to Hopper to take advantage of a range of products including price freeze, cancel for any reason, and flight disruption guarantee. Today, around 50% of the company's revenue comes from its fintech products, and on average, customers are buying about two fintech products on every trip booked. Qatar Airways has partnered with TP Connects Technologies to enable travel sellers the ability to offer the airline's NDC content. Sellers can now access Qatar's NDC offering through TP Connects NDC aggregator platform. Sellers can access TP Connects offer and order management along with branded fares and ancillary products and services according to Qatar. Birch plans to purchase about 65,000 electric vehicles over five years from Sweden-based EV manufacturer Polestar. Availability is expected to begin in spring 2022 in Europe and late 2022 in North America and Australia. In addition to adding vehicles to its rental fleet, Hertz also plans to extend the electric cars to ride-share drivers. Hertz has been expanding its electric vehicle footprint since announcing in October it aimed to offer its customers the largest EV fleet in North America and the largest in the world – the company invested in European EV platform u drive in February and ordered 100,000 EVs from Tesla last October. And now in some space news… NASA and SpaceX are preparing to launch astronauts on an American rocket and spacecraft to the International Space Station. The SpaceX Crew-4 mission, the next crew rotation flight on a U.S. commercial aircraft carrying astronauts as part of NASA's commercial crew program, is targeted to launch from Launch Complex 39A at Kennedy Space Center no later than Thursday, April 21st. The backup date is Saturday, April 23rd. NASA will provide live coverage of the mission on NASA TV and NASA app and on the agency's website. You can check out details of the link on our website at businesstravel 360com Look for the events link where you can check out all the details. Now some news about sustainable travel. CWT has partnered with Thrust Carbon to add carbon footprint indicators at the point of sale on the My CWT web and mobile booking tools. With the integrated data, travelers can see estimates of carbon emissions for flight and hotel choices and compare them with a the typical carbon footprint for air routes. The data is free to all CWT customers globally. A CWT customer survey showed that 87% wanted point-of-sale carbon footprint information to help travelers in booking decisions. CWT is the first major TMC to provide thrust carbon emissions data at the point-of-sale. Corporate clients using the United Airlines Jetstream portal now have access to a new sustainable dashboard and report. The report features a calculated carbon footprint for United flights, the ability to filter by route, departure date, equipment type and cabin, jet fuel gallons used and the information about the potential effect of sustainable aviation fuel. Corporate customers who want to better understand the direct environmental effect of business travel have become louder and louder over the last few years. And automating the sustainability dashboard and making it easily accessible can help highlight such information, according to United Airlines. Qantas CEO Alan Joyce has just released the Qantas Group Climate Action Plan, which makes sustainability a key pillar of decision-making across all areas of the business. As well as taking steps to achieve net zero emissions by 2050, the airline is targeting reductions in its environmental footprint by introducing 10% use of SAF by 2030 and approximately 60% by 2050. With that, thank you for joining us and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on BusinessTravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well want to and